Your source for cruise news and planning. From Royal to Disney, this is Rope Drop on Deck. Welcome aboard to the first episode of Rope Drop on Deck. I'm Doug McKnight from Rope Drop Radio, and I'm here with Michelle McKnight of Touring Plans Travel. How are you doing tonight, Michelle? I'm ready to cruise. How about you? Oh, yes. I would be ready to set sail just about anywhere, anytime, any day. I'm always ready to set sail. And today, we're going to talk about our favorite reasons, our top 10 reasons we love to cruise, right? Yep, that's what we're doing today. But first, some news. So the big news item this week is Royal Caribbean opened a new terminal in Galveston that's 100% energy efficient with solar panels on site. It also will be able to host the Oasis-class ships. It will also be able to accommodate up to 630,000 guests in the port per year. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. I'm excited for the allure. That is actually what's in Galveston right now. Um, I'm I'm excited for like the Midwest people that just don't want to fly. They can just drive down, and it's going to be good for the rest of the country. Yeah, a little more access to the big ships, and its itineraries are going to mainly be Cozumel, Costamaya, and Roatan. Is that correct? Yep. It's not going to be reaching those private islands because it's just... Too far. Not even to Labadee, huh? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. Not that I know. Maybe they'll get there, but that's exciting news. Another big news item is the Prima class at Norwegian, um, the Prima Plus class. It is gets moved back a year. It was supposed to start in 2024 and then go a new ship every four years. Now it's not going to start till 2025 and be a new ship for every four years. Um, the Prima just arrived in Miami. Um, so that's our first look at this class of ship. It'll be followed next summer by the Norwegian Viva. Michelle, what's the difference between Prima and Prima Plus class of ships? Basically, it's just going to be bigger. There's um, 3,215 berths on the first, on the, um, just a regular Prima class, and Prima Plus would be like 3,500. All right, so we got to wait a little while for Norwegian's new class of ship to get a little bit bigger. Well, that's the news that we're going to cover for this week, so let's move into our top 10 reasons we love to cruise. Now, this list could go on infinitely because we love to cruise, but let's start in no particular order. So it's not like 1 through 10 or 10 through 1, not a countdown, nothing like that, just random. What is the first reason you love to cruise, Michelle? I like to cruise because I like to kind of detach from the world. Um, It's a little bit different now, now that lots of the cruise ships have better internet. But um, even so, um, you don't get phone calls at sea, really. You could, but I don't. Um, It's just nice to to get away and kind of shut down. You can still see some social media, but... um, you're really kind of off on your own, you know, maybe with your family or your husband or wife or, or whatnot, but you are definitely not with, like, the rest of the whole world. Yeah, it slows down a little bit at sea. You get to detach from the stress. Like, you can get super high-speed internet, but you don't have to. And don't feel obligated to. Like, don't check that work email when you're at sea. You definitely shouldn't be getting phone calls because if you're – like, that attached to getting phone calls at sea, like, you, you, you should be cruising. So, I love to detach as well. So, that's the first one for Michelle. Second one, I'm going to say this one because it's what I like to do at sea, and that's to relax. 
I like to find a place to sit, eat a little snack, and sit some more, or do a very leisurely activity. You will not find me running, exercising, jumping up and down, doing anything strenuous while on a cruise ship other than the stairs. I like to relax at sea. Michelle, do you like to relax? Well, I call it relaxing, but other people don't. So I I do like to relax on cruises, but I only sit still for like maybe 30 minutes, maybe 45 or an I've hour. I have yet to see that. Um, I cannot sit on a beach all day. That is not me. I am fidgety. I am antsy, and I just cannot sit still. So I like the option that everyone else can relax, and I can go do my own thing, or I can yell at them to join me. But relaxing... It's, it's a good one, but it's not my favorite. I didn't say I love the beach either to relax. It's just There's lots of ways to relax on a ship, whether it's taking in some live music. That's a good way to relax. Um, the mix of activities like trivias, not that um, not relaxing. I don't know. There's lots of ways to relax. What's next on the list, Michelle? Um, I like that it's a great for extended family. So um, you can cruise with lots of, you know, different generations because you can all do your own thing on board and then come together for dinner Um, and maybe the shows, maybe other things too. But um, you can, there's definitely something for everyone. Um, Adults can get away from kids. Um, There's just, there's a lot to do and um, it works for like 80 year olds. We've cruised with Doug's grandpa who was 90? 90. 90. Yeah. Um, he was the oldest one on the ship and got treated like royalty. Yeah. Grant, that was a Disney ship. He was the oldest one on. He probably went on some other cruise lines. And we've cruised with someone who is four months old. That's not allowed anymore. No, no, That was before the change. But, um, so we've cruised, you know, with, with really small infants. So, um, and it was still a great cruise, I think, for everybody. Yeah. All ages. And we saw people when we wanted to. We all eat dinner together every night, though, on that those extended family cruises, and I think that is the key, is you got to have something pre-planned before you go, like, dinner every night together will happen. But you don't have to plan it, because no, it's you, there for you. Right, but that you do have to, you know, certain ships decide which restaurants in advance to plan it. Um, some ships, you know, main dining is planned for you, but you have to tell everybody that's what we're doing. Don't plan something else, but you need to set up something every day. I think for your extended family to all come together. We also all then went to the show that followed dinner on our cruise that we did with 11 people or so 11, 13, however many it was, but that's a great one. All right. Next, I'm going to mention Food, since I basically turned the extended family one into food, didn't I? Did you notice that? Yeah. Everything goes back to food. Yeah. There's lots of food. There's main dining food. There's uh, upcharge food. There's adult dining. There's food on the, like, pool deck. There's buffets. There's room service. All the food. That's a reason to cruise. All the food. It's there. It's good. Some of it's great. Some of it's good. Some of it's not. I enjoy it all. Michelle, what do you like best about the food? I like that it's almost all included. So um, unless you're going to do specialty dining or maybe alcohol or smoothies, I guess alcohol is not a food. Some people, yeah. Okay. Well, almost all of it's included. So you're not having to pay for every meal like you do in the parks. Um, 
Uh, we all miss the dining plan. But it's like, you know, you've already prepaid. That's what I loved about the dining plan is that you prepaid. You don't have to, like, worry about, oh, no, we've already spent so much on this cruise. Now I'm spending more. Yeah, like, what's the credit card bill going to be, like, next month type of yeah. thing? We've gotten off cruises, and we really didn't spend much on the cruise ship. Like, we even did that on our nine-night cruise. We really didn't spend much, did we, on board? No, we actually did I mean, other than merchandise. And even then, nothing like the parks. So. No, Paolo was included. Um, because we're platinum. Yeah, for us. So, yeah, it the food is great. Room service is included um, on several lines. You got to, in certain items maybe, and certain items may not be. I really like the pool deck type of food. I know Royal has the burritos um, and like nachos and tacos. That, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, all of them. But Loco Fresh? Yeah. I really like that um, option. I, I liked on the Wish. I liked Donald's Cantina better than I did on Freedom of the Seas when we were on it, though. I, the the Royal version has a little more spice, and you have the nacho option. Was there a nacho option on the the Wish? The, Not when I'm we pretty were on sure because kids would just come and constantly get chips because it's what they did on Royal. Um, they need nachos with cheese sauce. Then it would be better. Um, they're very equivalent. I also like the barbecue on the wish. I just like the accessibility of it. Um, and I like getting a steak every night. My waiter always knows, my server always knows that I'm just going to have a steak. Whatever steak's on the menu, just get it from Michelle. It's also the food on a cruise ship is a great way to explore your palate, so to speak. Like if there's something you've never gotten, because like when you go out to a nicer restaurant, it is more expensive, and you know you can order item X, and you're going to like it for sure. But there's item Y sitting over there, and you're like, I may love it or I may hate it, but I don't want to drop the money on it to hate it. Where on a cruise ship, you can try item number Y. It's a, that's a dental thing, sorry. Number Y. Um, and if you don't like it, you just say, guys, I sorry, I don't really like this. And then new food in a jiffy. Right, they get you the other item, no problem, and you're not out any money. You're not out any no hassle really, and you can explore your taste buds a little bit. I think you really expanded your palate in what you started to eat when we started cruising. Yeah, I tried duck. I tried. Lots I've been of, trying lots of different things. been trying to get her to try stuff for years and years, and she never did. And then God, I'm like, there's no reason not to. Now, did you have lobster on the... No, I don't do I don't, lobster. I don't understand that choice. No. It's just a fancy butter-carrying device. That's all it is. It's just butter. No. With a little white, no. flaky, lobstery it crawls around on the ocean floor. No, but the ki- our kids definitely have expanded their palate oh my because gosh, we yes. cruise so much. Um, our girls are not the most in... Uh, their favorite uh, food group is yellow. Yeah, and yeah. so, I yeah. mean, they used to get pizza and mac and cheese every time. Now they they explore things on the every adult once menu. In a while. Yeah. yeah, they they try the the chicken, and you know, on a cruise ship, um, it's not just going to be a grilled chicken with nothing. It's going to have some sort of reduction or sauce or something underneath it. So it's a great way to push the boundaries of your palate, and that's one thing that I love about cruising and the food on cruising. It's not the volume of food that I love. It's the kind of that intangible like Alden got escargot said he loved it but I'm pretty sure the fact that he only took one bite said otherwise 
But we would never have known if he liked escargot because I wasn't paying for him to lick it and put it back, right? So there you go, food. Michelle, what's next? Um, I'm going to say um, it's an easy way. It's, it's a good way to explore new places. So um, meaning I don't know that I want to spend, you know, five days in one spot in, in Italy. So, um, you know, you get a try for a day. You get to try it, you know, a location, and then you get back on the ship, and then, you know, you have the choice to go back on your own another time. So, I mean, we've we've been to some places where we know we'd like to go back someday, um, but we would have never thought of it mm-hmm. unless we'd sailed there. I know a lot of people that will do a cruise through the Caribbean and do several islands, and then they're like, you know what, I would like to spend more time in St. Thomas. And so... Or St. John's, actually, is what they usually say. So then they go back and spend, like, a week there rather than their one day there. I think that's one of the things cruising does is it allows you to explore a new place each day. And with um, Europe, it's really nice because if you have kids that you're not sure are going to be okay with being adventurous eaters and handling the culture being immersed um you kind of go off the ship you're in the culture for eight hours and then back on the ship and depending on what ship you're on if you're like on a royal or norwegian or disney ship over there it's like getting back into america essentially you know the plugins look familiar again and there's ice in your cup so that's a big one right so it makes it easier to do that and there are some places you go and like you know what we need a whole week in this region rather than one or two days. Like sometimes in Europe though, you kind of get the region three days in a row, but you're not spending the night on land and waking up and eating breakfast. Um, Grant, we were off the ship at 7 a.m. a couple times on our last, on our Greek cruise. But we'd eat room service breakfast. But we ate the breakfast before because we were hitting the ground running. Um, So yeah, explore new places is an excellent, excellent one. Um, My next one I'm going to say is the kids clubs. Now, every cruise line does kids clubs a little differently, but some of the kids absolutely love them. And we have kids that have loved, hated, and then loved, and then hated again, and then loved. I mean, with the little kids, Claire probably liked the club the most when she was little. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, she was three when we started cruising. Yeah, four, and she just, four. four, she just went in there, she's like, I'm coloring with Tiana. But then she made Tiana color like a different princess. It's like, she's that kind of person. And then on our last cruise, she like, didn't step foot in Yeah, the now she's like in the tweens. I mean, last cruise, she could have went back to the Oceaneers Club on the Disney ships, but she's like she's, seven feet tall compared to those yeah, kids. Yeah, she would have towered in, over them. And yeah, so she could have went to the tweens, you know, club. To edge. But then she said it's full of middle schoolers. Yeah. Which I would not want to go in a room full of middle schoolers either, so it's hard to argue. No, and her sibling who could have went into the, the tweens club. Um, he was fully into the teen club. Yeah, so he was definitely into vibe. So it was just, I, just she was kind of in, in between places. I think she'll really like the teen club in a couple years, but our son, Alden, is like, he was all in on the teen club, new best friends, pen pals, so to speak, if you want to use old. Pen pals? Yeah, that's a really old term. Snapchat. They're pen pals. Pen pals. No. I mean, 
We He basically roamed the ship with a group of kids very respectfully, I might add. They weren't the troublemaking group. They were the ones saying thank you to the cast members, I hope, at least. It's all the stories we heard. Um, you know, they took pictures with cast members. and We were always, I always like to look every night at our digital pictures to see what character pictures they took with yeah. their friends. It was so strange, but <laughs> they were, it was funny. They were teenagers meeting characters. They weren't. Yeah, they were all very cruisy people, I would say. So we've had success at every different age group of the clubs. The tween area is the roughest, but I think the kids' club's a a nice thing. And some kids, that would be their dream, just to stay in the kids' club from open to close. Other kids, not so much, but it's a great option to have. So, Michelle, what is next on the list? I'm going to kind of expand on that last one that I said, but this one's um, you have a new place every day and you only have to unpack once. So you have a, a familiar um, familiar place. Um, so I'm thinking of Europe when I say this, but um, you don't have to repack, unpack all the time because Europe, you could see a new place every day on your own land-wise, but that would be very t- tedious to have to unpack and pack. Um, it also... We know that like some rooms sleep five on the cruise, right? So um, they don't really sleep five in Europe anywhere. So we'd have to do two rooms, and you never know if you're going to be close to each other or not. Mm-hmm. On a cruise ship, you know you can be connecting or, um, you yeah. Know. Like we've done Europe both ways. We started in one place, trained to another, trained to another, trained to another, and it was a lot of unpack, repack, lug the luggage up some stairs, down some stairs, into a train, put it on the, out of the train station, down sidewalks, into a subway, into another hotel, a couple nights, pack, do all that over again, where the cruise, you know what, we, we packed, unpacked once, got entertained in the evening, fell asleep, woke up in a new city, a lot less work than schlepping yourself around, for sure. Schlepping? You know, it's a word. It's it's a word. Sure. It's a word. No. Yeah, I expanded no. my vocabulary today no. just for this. But we went a, we went to a lot of places on our nine night cruise. Like we like that would yeah. have been exhausting if we had to pack well, and unpack and. And I know people have told me for Greece, like you should have just taken the ferries from place to place. Oh, no. Well, I we saw those ferries. Yeah, no. I do not we regret took one of the ferries. But only, yeah, only like from the ship. One. That was a short one. To Delos, I do not regret right? the way we. Yeah. It was in Delos. Yeah. Was. yeah. I do not regret the way we did uh, Greece at all. I think a cruise is a phenomenal way. Now, you could start and stop in Athens and maybe drive from Athens to a few other areas, either before or after your cruise. That would be highly recommended if you wanted to tack on. We started in you Rome. Mean we, you'd have to drive, like actually drive. Like rent a car and drive. Oh, yeah. Greece. Once you're outside of Athens, that would have been easy. It's like driving around the Midwest. No, thank you. Cruising less stress on the spouse. Did you not see the drive from the port to the ancient Olympic site? It was like driving around our neighborhood, practically. No. There's like no one lived there. It was all little tiny places. Yeah, but to get there. Well, you have to be able to read a map, which you have Google for that. If it works. Yeah, okay, good point. Cell service in rural places. But I I love the, the Greece one was the best, although exhausting because we woke up in a new place for five days straight. There's 
No sea days in between five port days. Um, that's low on my recommend list, but um, it's great. You get your money's up. worth, in my oh opinion. Oh my gosh, yes. Yes, that was a great... I mean, because we only have so much time, right? And, and so we maximize every bit. And could. this isn't just Europe. We keep mentioning know, Europe because we yeah. did it this summer. But think of Alaska, right? You'd have to fly in or ferry in to each of those places those cruise ships go. And then you're going to stay overnight in Alaskan hotel. And I mean... The cruise ship does a great job of getting you to multiple spots in Alaska. That would be a logistical nightmare unless you are very versed in planning travel to do. Alaska would be difficult on your own. Um, a cruise does a fantastic job because you can't even rent a car and drive to the places the cruises go. Yeah, very like, true. Like you can't just, I'm going to go to Ketchikan, hop in the car and go. Um, you, you got to get there by boat or plane and the cruise is a great way. You know, the Caribbean also island hopping, it works pretty good. Now the knock on the Caribbean is every island looks the same. Not really true. There's some truth to it. Yeah. You could wake up, go to a beach, snorkel every stop in the Caribbean, but you know what you could do in Greece too? Go to a beach, snorkel every stop. And people did that on our cruise, which blew my mind you came from america and then just went to the beach but um you know that's the same sort of thing yep so it works that applies everywhere though waking up and somewhere new every day except bermuda that was just bermuda that was nice that though. was a different whole different thing though yeah that was nice you also didn't have to unpack but you were in the same location twice yeah so anywho i got off the rails there is it my turn or your turn I just did that one. Okay. I'm going to go with one that I really like. It's the sound of the sea. I really enjoy sitting on the old promenade deck, the old walking path, and listening to the ship cut through the water. I like that. I like sitting on the veranda. Um, I really enjoy eating breakfast on the veranda, away from everyone else with the door closed behind me, and listening to the sound of the sea and me chewing. That. I like the sound of the sea. Do you, Michelle? I do, but probably not as much as you. I think the one that goes along with it um, is the rocking to sleep. Um, I do like that aspect of the sea. You, you don't hear the motion, though. They're two separate things. I think they're. I think it's. I think it's almost one and the same. I love the sound of the sea. I like being rocked to sleep. I like both those. Um, yeah, I enjoy both of those aspects. And this comes from someone who has motion sickness. Well, as long as I have a scopolamine patch on, I'm good to go. But the the sound of the sea, I think it's in some people deep down inside their ancestry was on the sea. I don't know. I'm a river rat. Does that count? No, that's weird. <sighs> I am. I'm a I'm a yeah son of a son no. of a sailor on a river. Okay. Yeah, we got off um. There. My next one is um, it's, it's oh your your rocking to sleep doesn't count uh-uh. as one oh we're, that's just kind of a that bonus in. okay yeah, we're tying that in all right is um the service that you get on board oh um so yeah. like you go to dinner and they take care of you if you have trouble you know um, opening your lobster 
They'll open it. But no, the lobster on Disney, it's not if you have trouble opening your lobster. They do it for you. There they don't you even go. give you the tools to do it because they don't trust us. That's true. Yeah. Um, if my kids struggled with cutting steak. There you go. Actually, I think I've gotten one of my steaks cut. You did. Cut and cut and this last, cut. the was that on The Wish? They cut your, no, no, it was on, there was no, on the There wish. was no service that on was The Wish. That was a stupid question. Um, on, that was on The Magic on, in Greece where they, they cut your steak. I took a picture and I laughed. I feel like when we went to, um, I feel like when Palo. we were on Freedom of the Seas, I feel they like did he too. cut. He cut something yeah. for you. You look like you didn't know how to operate a knife or something just from walking in the room. Yeah, that made zero yeah. sense. But She's um, handy with a knife. Watch but, out. Yeah, and then, I mean, talking about dinner, obviously, but that's fantastic. Um, and they get to know you. And, um, like, on this last cruise from Europe, um, I have one of the servers on Instagram now. So, yeah, best friends ever. Yeah, so that's fun. Um, but then the housekeeping. Like, you literally don't have to make your bed. Like, you um, you don't have to clean your toilet. I almost feel obligated <laughs> to make the bed a little, though, because of it. Is that weird? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I don't feel that urge at home. You don't have to take out your trash, you know? Like, we, we're not slobs. No, though. it doesn't like, mean it, trash no. your room. <laughs> but, but, like, it just, it always disappears. You put it in the can, the can gets emptied twice a day. It's yeah. magic. Yeah. They and vacuum, they, it's just. And they do it without interfering in your... Like Most of ours day. have been like ninjas. Like the yeah. the best room stewards are the ones that you never see. Yeah, magic. Yeah, yeah, and really the and then the cast and crew all over the ship from top to bottom really is what brings the ship to life. Um, a cruise is only as good as its crew. The ship. It's not the important part. It's the crew, how the culture of that crew is, and how that culture comes across to the passengers. Um, and I think that's why some like inaugural sailings suffer a little bit maybe is because they don't quite have a crew culture established yet and that sort of thing. So, yeah, the cast of characters running the ship, especially the crazy photographers on the, the newest Disney ship. There's one that just, he's <laughs> out there. So there's that one guy. Watch out for him. All right. Um, are we down to the, we got two Last left. Two, yep. We got two left. I'm, I'm going to do all the activities that are out there. You get your daily navigator, your, your cruise compass, and you... Go find all the activities. I enjoy folding towels poorly. I'm really good at making snakes if I go to that class. What? No, we're good at trivia. Watch out. We're coming for you. We like trivia. We're good at Disney trivia. We're not so good at the other trivia. <laughs> I'm better than you think, and Samantha's coming along. When she qualifies to go to the adult trivia here in a, almost exactly a year, look out, world. We're coming. Okay. She's sure. really good at Quiz Bowl. But it's like pop culture, so she's going to be awful. Yeah. So am I. Uh-huh. I the, yeah. 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 But uh, all the activities, uh, stage shows. Meeting little, characters. That, that's Disney specific. There. Right. Well, no, there's some on Royal, right? Not really. No. no. Yeah. The, Dream was. the DreamWorks experience is over. They they tried and failed? Uh, I don't know. Both. I think both. both. It just didn't work out. <laughs> Yeah, if people want to meet characters, they're booking a different cruise, um, right? Mixology, 
Um, Anyone can cook. Um, little cooking classes. Shooting hoops. <laughs> shooting hoops. Yeah, there's basketball and all kinds of I rock mean, climbing, on, on go-karts. Ships. Yeah, bumper cars. Um, I mean, just swimming. They have a schedule. If you want to exhaust yourself on a sea day, you can do it. There's yeah. so much. You can't Laser do it all. Laser tag. Laser tag. A bounce Virtual house? Virtual reality room. Let's talk about the innovative bounce house. Oh, dear. Yeah. One, what a fail. One ship has a bounce house. What a fail. Yeah. Um, but it's innovative. Ping pong, um, shuffleboard. Water slides. Yeah. There's just... Uh, tours of the ship um, is another thing you can find. But yeah, the mixology is a big, a big thing. Tastings and like, you know... Pairings with chocolate and that sort of stuff and what have you. Things of that nature. You sound sophisticated, but you're not. I'm not. I'm, I am a country bumpkin, folks. So, all right. On to the last one of our top ten reasons we love to cruise, Michelle. Um, the stage shows and, like, the live music, uh, live entertainment on board. Um, Royal, Norwegian, Celebrity, Disney. Um, all of them have, you know, unique pieces. And like some Broadway style type shows. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing. I mean, because not only, I mean, we like, you know, musicals. I don't like like, you know, four hour long musicals. You like so, the cruise length. So I really like the cruise length because they're really 45 short. minutes. That's Disney's. Royal's in and a little out. longer. Oh, so I need a nap before those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then like, if you like live, live, um, you know, live theater. Um, it's more interesting on a cruise ship, I think, because you're like, as we hit like a wave or something on the it's sea. impressive. Like, we're falling over in our seats. How are they standing up? Like, there's just... It's their job it's like, to stand up. I'm like in awe sometimes. Yeah. They have sea legs. That's why. Ha! No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. So the live, the theater is really good, but also I really enjoy the variety acts, especially acts... Um, We've seen some really good small instrumental groups, and like the violinist that was on our cruise this summer was really good. We've had a couple really good magicians and jugglers and comedians. And ventriloquists. I said good. <laughs> ventriloquists, good. Are there any good ventriloquists? The one that was like, I like red, I like blue. I that like, was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we saw one good ventriloquist <laughs> in 2017 in Alaska. No, no it that was, a was fantasy. Oh, that so 2016 yeah. in the Western Caribbean. That's and we've seen a lot since. Yeah, we have. I, like I said, good. Um, I'd say some highlights. Marcus Monroe has been a family favorite. Yep. And the low point is Magic Dave. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. It's true. It's <laughs> true. Um, how about that magician in 2019 that took my wedding ring? I did the. Didn't interact with him before the show or anything, like Magic Dave, and um, took my wedding ring and then attached it to other people's rings and then brought it back Wasn't to that me. Kyle and Misty Knight? No, it was the Italian dude oh. that who you couldn't understand every other word he said. And then, like, I pulled, he handed me the three rings. So, like, one, mine's in the middle, and there's two gigantic diamond rings on each side. I'm like, should I touch this? And he's like, pull them apart. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I don't understand. I, Magic Dave ruined magic for me. I knew it died. And then all of a sudden, that guy picked me, and I had trouble getting my ring off my finger because it was like 100 degrees out. But it's like, it is magic. There is magic in this world, folks. 
Okay. You can't That's... follow that statement, can you? No. It's real. Magic is real. I'm all in um, real magic. At least one guy can do real magic because the inscription, it was my ring, okay. all the scratches. I prefer uh, I prefer Marcus Monroe if for, for Variety X. He could just be on every ship. Yeah. Although we haven't seen buckets and boards. No, I'd love to see them at some point. There's a lot of variety acts. Love to see stand-up comedy. I don't know that we've ever seen someone we've been like, "Ooh, they're great." I've seen a couple on like Royal. Yeah, you've I've done a lot more, more than, than I have. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't take me all the time, folks. No. Let's start a Let's start like Disney a Disney apparently page doesn't, for me. you know, put a high priority on just comedy. No, they're not. Stand-up comics are usually not family-friendly. Yeah. Marcus Monroe is a very unique... He's the closest thing to stand-up we've seen. Uh, he just does stand-up with props intermixed. And, like, his adult show is the same as his family show, which I think helps his family show be really good. Um, yeah, he's a special character for yeah. sure. Yeah, and we didn't even talk about, like, on-deck shows. So the other oh, cruise yeah. lines don't really do that when you sail away, but no. Disney and their sail away party is unique. Um, Pirate night is unique. Um, Fire. The best part about fireworks night is standing on deck, looking out on the horizon, and trying to name all the other cruise ships watching the Disney fireworks from a distance. Yeah. It's it's that's a game in and of itself that I enjoy. Um, also, the pirate night on all the ships slightly different, which is kind of fun too. And I don't mm. know that that was on purpose. <laughs> Maybe. I think it's just out of laziness of innovation. I don't know. But, yeah, the specialty acts, the live music. I mean, just the house band we saw in August on the Disney Wish was great. We sat in a lounge. We had a drink. We listened to them play for about an hour. And it, it just enhances everything, the live music, live entertainment. So there you go. Top ten. Shell, are we forgetting any top ten? Any honorable mentions pop into mind? I mean, I don't think so. Can you? No, that's why I asked you. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. There's our top ten reasons we love to cruise. We'd love to hear why you love to cruise. Find us on social media. We're somewhere on there. Um, RD underscore on deck on Twitter. And... Somewhere coming on the, soon. coming soon to the other <laughs> thing. So if you're still listening, thank you. And we wonder why, but thank you um, for sticking with us. And hopefully we'll have great things to come. Of course, a couple of trip reports here coming down the pike, not too far along. But for Doug McKnight and Michelle McKnight, this has been Rope Drop on Deck. <laughs> <laughs>